1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Dani Pellegrino. I'm so excited. You guys know I've interviewed so many housewives on this show before, but there's one that has escaped everything iconic until now, and her name is Karen Huger. She's here today. Karen, how are you doing today?
0: I am fantastic now that I'm with you, Dani.
1: Karen, I love you. I love you. You're my absolute favorite. And I'll tell you, I I always feel like with Housewives, you know, we change on a dime. Fans on the show, sometimes we love someone, sometimes we don't like someone. But you're someone that I am incredibly loyal to. And you're the only Housewife amongst all the franchises where I feel like, you know what? I love her regardless of anything she does in that program because she's the best. (laughs) Well,
0: I love that. (laughs) You know what? You can call me out to, Danny. That's what makes this journey on the Housewives for me so real. And I, I, love I love it. I'm not perfect, but I'm damn good, Danny.
1: And Karen, <laughs> the show you're on is damn good, too. And I'm so excited because yes! the premiere ratings were fantastic. I think it's really the best franchise going right now. Uh, are you guys excited? Do you feel like fans of the show have just sort of really rallied behind it?
0: The fans have really rallied behind us. They've been with us through this entire journey, they've been calling out everyone saying, look, if you're sleeping on Potomac. Wake up, honey, wake up because they are it. And, you know, I'm grateful for this uh, love and affection that, and support that the fans have given us over six years, six seasons. Yeah.
1: And are you amazed that, uh, or maybe you can answer. Why do you think that your franchise in particular has had the least amount of turnover? So many OGs are still with the show. Why do you think that is,
0: you know, we are a unique brand in that we truly are everyday walk of life housewife. Really, we are. If you look at the OGs, you know, even I'll give Giselle her props. She was a wife. Um, and we all, you know, raise our children in this community. So there's a real connection right from the jump. And that to me is success for a housewife brand. And RHOP had that. still has that.
1: Yeah. And all of you are very open about your relationships, not only with each other, but in your personal relationships. You and Ray have been so wonderfully open on the show. Has that ever made you nervous to expose some of, some of the sort of cracks? And of course, you guys have gotten through it, but has that ever made you a little stressed out, I should say?
0: Of course, Danny. Come on now. I'm only human, but how I choose to you know, make it through it, that's what reality is about. That's what I signed up for when I became a housewife. So that is part of my truth. And as long as I give my reality, I'm going to win. Good, bad, or indifferent, they're going to be ups and downs. But that's what makes this work for Ray and I on the reality platform.
1: Are you nervous at all about the? I know it's not called a vow renewal, but are you nervous about the alleged curse?
0: Absolutely not. Let me tell you what I, I feel, Danny. Honestly, this is my 25th year of marriage. I've been with Ray for 28. Um, I'll say this. Uh, if it's going to fail, it's going to fail anyway. So, honey, I am not skipping my vow renewal at 25. I just think it has nothing to do with the actual act. It's the people involved in the relationship.
1: Okay. Now I want relationship advice. 28 years together. like What, what advice do you have for people who are in a new relationship?
0: You know what? I say enjoy where you're at in your new relationship, which, by the way, is euphoria for you right now. You're so in love. You're so excited. You got the butterflies. I remember that. Honey, those euphoric feelings go in and out of the window. So once they do, what is at the core of your relationship? And you've got to be best friends. I am best friends with Raymond. He is my heartbeat. He's my other heartbeat. The kids are (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> I should also say my euphoria is gone. I've been with my boyfriend for over 11 years now. So it's, fe- you know, <laughs> it, you, you know, know. It, it, there's ups and downs. You know, my mom used to tell me something. Uh, she used to say, when you're thinking of a long-term relationship, there, there are good years and there are bad years. And you just have to know that because if you're thinking of a, a lifetime together, there's going to be some that are, are not so good where you're maybe disconnecting on whether it be money or, Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Um, but if you're in it for the long haul, there's just going to be good years and bad years. And so I always think of that if we're, Absolutely. you know, we, we've had some good years lately, the past few years. But, you know, I'm I'm prepared if there does come a bad year, if that makes just sense. Just
0: dig in deep. Because, you know, my mother used to, I love it that you said what your mother told you. And my mother said to me, um, she reminded me when Ray and I hit that patch, my mother, God rest her soul, was with us at that time. Uh, when we had the biggest challenge in our marriage uh, a few seasons back with Ray's business situation, and she reminded me quite simply, she says, "You remember when you brought him home?" I said, "What?" She said, "You told us because there was an age difference, and my mother was not filling it. You told me I got to have him, Mom. I just got to have him. I love him so much." She says, "You got him now. Work with him. Stick with him. He's a good one." So I got him. The good, the bad. You know the trials, the but the joys outweigh all of that, and especially when you go through something, Danny. If you make it through it, the after sex is great. Right,
1: right, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's too personal. I, yes, yeah, that's true, I, but it's I, very, I, very, very true. that's for a healthy relationship, you're blushing, Danny. You're in love.
1: <laughs> no, I love, I love my guy. I mean, we're you. You mentioned best friends too, and I feel like I. I to this day 11 plus years later I like hanging out with them. Like I have he fun. It, we could just be sitting around on the couch and I'm having a good yeah. time. Like so I, I think it's important. Friendship is so important. And, and speaking of friendship, I got to talk about the friendships on your show with the other women. Please um, do. So- I'm
0: so excited to talk about all of the ladies. I am I'm gonna, I want to start
1: with I want to start with Dr. Wendy because yes. I love Dr. Wendy and last season I know was really stressful for me because the two of you were sort of at odds mm-hmm. and I'm so happy to, it looks like the two of you are on a better track. Why do you think you weren't um, quite on the same page last season?
0: The viewers saw it, you know, I don't think Giselle wanted Wendy and I to connect and, you know, she, she's, she's great at keeping people at odds. Okay. And Wendy was new to the group. So Wendy and I are grown women, and what we decided to do was press the reset button and get to know each other individually this year. And I'm so glad to take the viewers on that journey. It's a powerful journey of women getting to know each other, but really being there for one another when their backs against the wall. That even happens this season, so stay tuned.
1: Wow. It, Giselle's, I mean, it seems to me just watching the show, we can see it, but also from hearing interviews with so many of the, the ladies, it seems like... Uh, she's always stirring the pot. And I wonder Mm -hmm. if you've known her for so long is, is that just who this person is or is that for the TV show? Is it a mix of both?
0: You look, um, I've known Giselle for over a decade and I have to say, in my opinion, it's a mixture of both. It's a little TV. It's a little, it's Giselle too, you know, she's she's great TV. And Good for her. But this, you know, stirring the pot and especially in such a close knit pocket of women who I love very much. And I'm in a really great place with. I just can't allow that to go on anymore in the fashion. So because it's not healthy. Um, there are other ways to. And you have to ask yourself, Danny, why does one stir the pot? It's called deflection. Normally, you don't want people looking at you personally, and I feel Giselle stirs the pot, so we really don't get to know Giselle. She'd rather focus on moi or anyone else, you know, and I get that, but she's damn good TV, and I I don't mind going toe-to-toe.
1: I mean, the two of you have the best frenemy relationship on television. It's just yes. so, so good. And I, I never want it to end, but also watching it being such a fan of you and Dr. Wendy now and seeing Giselle go after Dr. Wendy, it stresses me out. And I, I'm so sorry, I, Danny, but you're going
0: to have to bear. You have, you've only seen the tip of the iceberg. I'm at a loss for words. For what You're in store for this season, but know that I do my best. Um, as, you know, the mature one in the group to, you know, empower the women, to help Giselle. Maybe Giselle can't help herself. And we have to turn that mirror on Giselle and have her look at herself and see why she's attacking her friend and her sorrow. Dr. Witten. So not necessary, not necessary at all. But, you know, again, a means of deflection.
1: Do you think Robin sees the messiness and just sort of turns a, a little bit of a blind eye or, or what do you think the situation is there? Cause sometimes I feel like Robin <laughs> as her friend should maybe call her out on some of the stuff.
0: Well, you know, Robin's a ride or die. You know, I joke a lot about Robin, but I'm okay with Robin. You know, I don't know how Robin is with me, but I'm okay with Robin, but I'll say this to a fault. She is such a good friend. And in this particular instance with Giselle, she has said, that even if she's wrong, she's gonna ride for her. So she's a ride or die, which could take her to a burning crash. Because at some point, you know, we are all calling Giselle out by the way, all of the ladies, all of my friends are calling her out for, you know, being messy, except for Robin. And you gotta really love and respect Robin for being such a good friend, but where does it stop? And because Robin has so much to offer, she's so funny, and she's such a good person, really. But, you know, okay. I'm loving
1: seeing Robin open up about her, her mental health stuff this season. Yes. I mean, I know it's only been an episode, but I think it's a really powerful thing that so many of us went through uh, throughout that time. Uh, Candace, where are you and Candace at?
0: You know, Candace and I had a very, well, I didn't have a very difficult year. Candace had one with me last season, and I had to respect that. And as a grown woman, I did. Um, she didn't agree with my choices of, about not choosing between she and Monique. So I knew whatever I thought we had was not strong enough. It was not strong enough because I cared about Candace as well. So we are at a place now of gaining um, new perspective on where we go from here, because it's going to have to be about respect and rebuilding trust on both sides.
1: Right, right. You mentioned Monique. How are you and Monique? I know you get this question a lot. Are you guys good? And do you know anything about what happened with T'Challa?
0: thank you for asking about Monique. Monique. Um, you know, again, I said it on Wendy's show, I'm not a fair-weather friend, but I'm a grown woman. I know how to separate RHOP from my girlfriend. And decisions were made that I and all of us need to respect uh, by the same and just move on. I have done that and I'm able to check in on Monique on a regular, but it's totally isolated from what I do on RHOP. Totally different set of fronts. Um, T'Challa, unfortunately, I did call her once he passed, uh, and it was devastating. She is devastated. And, you know, um, I'm glad I'm able to be there for her because we all need friends, you know? And I'm glad that I don't let anyone influence my choices of friends. But do I mix oil with water? No, I don't, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: don't. What about the other women, like Katie or Sharice? Uh, do you still keep in contact with the two of them?
0: You know, I... I in contact with Katie's mom I see her you know out at the restaurants together I've not seen Katie lately but I follow her on on social media she's doing wonderful Uh, Sharice just celebrated a birthday I've not seen her in forever I think it's her birthday today Danny we need to wish her a happy birthday happy birthday Sharice absolutely Um, I am would I say Sharice and I are friends no no Um, that has passed Um, but I'm always hopeful and open I'm not one to disclose the book on people you know I'm, I'm always
1: hoping. You know, the situation with Candace and Monique last season, I wonder, uh, going into the new season, was that still sort of lingering? Or did you feel like you all got closure on that? Uh you kidding, Danny? <laughs>
0: I never it's, at, it's at the very core of the beginning of the season. And, and rightfully so. You know, it's one thing for someone to leave the platform and, and close the chapter. But, you know, feelings were still hurt. Pain was still there. Um, so, yes, that was certainly, you know, lingering. It had a lingering effect. But did we work through it? Did we work past it? Absolutely. There's a whole new fantastic season. And that's what I find incredible about being a housewife. So goes on. You know, we evolve.
1: And um, Mia. Mia. Uh, Mia I, uh, you brought on Mia. And I love her I so far. On, I, I, I love her. Mia. Tell me about Mia. Did you guys really know each other? Or was it like a producer was like, hey, meet each other before the show?
0: <laughs> we met through a business associate. I love it that you asked me. And I said, that's my that's my can response. But I will say this, Steve. It was genuinely authentic connection from Joan. We, our first meal together. We had tears. We cried together. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't we in public, but we had so much um, in common. And you guys will see that genuine relationship. And uh, I hope that you all get to see that I encourage each woman to get to know her because I've, I've been uh, on their individual basis. You know, take her in, not because I bought her in, judge her by what she brings. And she brings it all. And she walks in her authentic truth.
1: And I love that she looks like a classically great housewife to me. I mean, that math scene when she was trying to figure out the math—like, I love. That was when I was on board. I was like,
0: okay, I love that, and that was genuine. And I said, "This can you imagine walking into a room six powerful women, and they're all dissecting you? i have the bad at one plus one. I'm sorry. I'm like, come on, baby, you can do it. You can do it. But at the same time, I." Every uh, instance when I took Mia in, I knew she could stand on her own. So I leaned back and let her handle that, you know. Yeah. And I'm very confident in what she'll
1: bring this way. Does she get into it with Candace? Is that what, what that what we see in the trailer? Who does she kind of like not get along with?
0: You know, everyone's going to try the new girl. Come on now. So she has her moments with everybody. I would say Mia. Don't be. Get some tea, Danny. I think a little bit of everybody. She has a moment. She'll go in, and it's not blow up crazy. But yeah, she has a moment because one, I'm bringing her in, Danny. Come on. I've not brought anyone in in six years. So they're like, who is she? And what I found astonishing, I I certainly did not protect Mia. I told her to get to know each woman on her own. And when she said that she thought Giselle had a good heart, I was like, stay around for five minutes, baby. Uh, And it didn't even take that because right at Wendy's dinner, uh, the viewers saw her call her a bitch and she had not met Mia so i was like "Mm -hmm. next
1: Uh, you know one thing i do know Danny, is i know giselle yeah and karen let me just i i need to stop you and say this is why potomac is so good because there are layers there are different dynamics amongst every duo oh my god we gotta take a quick break here before we do i want to say please find me on social media at danny pellegrino on twitter and instagram and we have everything iconic merch available at everything iconic Store. I want to thank ACAST. If you want all the episodes of Everything Iconic, just go to ACAST.com slash Everything Iconic, and we'll be right back with more Karen Hunker. That's one month for just $1 at Shopify.com slash Everything Iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Everything Iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow knit activewear, and the best part, sixty five Day Returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic. To get free shipping and 365 Day Returns, quince.com slash iconic. Now that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you, you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Giselle, and I, I got to ask about that dinner, like the fiery box and the sing-sing. Like, what exactly did all of that mean? I loved it, but what did well, it
0: Well, you is? know, Danny, I have been... Hoping for Giselle and I, everyone, all the fans always ask us, period, and get back together. Um, but I've been holding out hope for that, and that ha- hasn't happened. And actions speak louder than words, and you can't keep poking me there, and, and I won't poke you back. So that was very raw. It was very real. The hot box, you guys still in the blank. Um, but I, I was done being bullied. And you're not going to bully me at this point. And I could have fired back years ago. I just was hoping that the friend I knew a decade ago resurfaced. But if she's not, then I'll join her where she's at just for a moment. Because I don't like the darkness of bullying and calling each other out. Because I can give humor mm-hmm. as well. And I'd rather have a good time. You know what I'm saying? But if i got to go mm-hmm. in and do it up, Andy, for a minute with a few words, I can handle that
1: too. you got to do it. you uh, got to do.
0: And I had to do what I had to do to get her off me. Um, and I think by doing that, unfortunately, well, fortunately, I think I gained her respect. Because she now knows that gone are the days. I mean, I could have done this years ago. I just didn't want to. So I'd stop right now if I were just still.
1: So this threat of, like, releasing information of you throughout the season, uh, did you find that that happened? Or do you think you cut it off sort of at the head?
0: Look, look. what makes me really good is Giselle talks about me a lot. (laughs) I am her object of uh, attention, I think. You know, I don't know. Um, As far as Giselle spreading and sprinkling anything, I said this before. I am the author of my I walk in my truth. I own everything that's me. So, therefore, all of the sprinkling, if you watch Giselle, historically through RHOP, has been sprinkling me all over each year. I think she sprinkled out Danny. There's nothing. And even if she came up with something, it probably would be a lie. And I'd handle that too, but she's great TV.
1: (laughs) Do you think the, the Dr. Wendy stuff, uh, relationship drama, do you think that was like a lie for TV and she thought she would kind of get away with it? Or did she, do you think it was coming from a good place?
0: You know, we got to stay tuned, but we all read the blogs, you know, um, I don't take the blogs and bring in, bring that TV with, not in this group, because these are my friends, you know, and, you know, I bring so much more that I don't have to bring the blog with me. no disrespect, but I don't have to do that. And I think it was an act of desperation to bring this storyline, which had been in the blogs. It's not authentic. It's not genuine. It belongs to the blogs. But to bring it to this platform, another means of deflection. Mm. And, you know, mm. unfortunately for me, Danny, I look at it like, um, mm. when is it going to stop? You know, when will we get to a point with uh, Giselle where she just stops coming after marriages? Right. You know, stop coming after the women she calls mm. her friends. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just oh, And nor do I believe the vlogs. I asked Wendy. And he said that it's not true. So I'm going to believe Wendy. Yeah. But I don't mind as, you know, a very sizzling blog either. You know, but I just Whatever. don't use it as my storyline.
1: Sure. Uh, Ashley, I want to move on to Ashley and Michael. I don't understand why does Michael keep filming the show?
0: What problem do you have with Michael? Continue with them.
1: I mean, okay, where do we begin? I, I wonder... I would imagine if the sort of assault stuff or the the grabbing of the tush I would imagine the producers wouldn 't love filming with him if that 's what he goes around and does now mm-hmm. i don 't know if he 's grown and changed from that, but I would imagine they wouldn 't like that however, they on Angel Devil they might like that he brings storyline and it 's good for the show right. but what the the thing that i 'm most fascinated by is like. He never comes across well. And and just the psychology of, like, why does he keep filming? Like, I don't understand. Well, let
0: let me say this. I I respect marriages. You know that. Uh, He is Ashley's husband. My relationship with Ashley has evolved. just grown really in a great place. But in order for me to get there, I had to look at Michael very closely. Um, And I did so and chose to look at him closely as a father. And to see him as a new father, I don't know, you know, anything outside of that but michael in my opinion the, these children the new babies have, have has had a great effect on him it's touched him it's changed him so i'm hopeful that you know the michael i i've seen is shown this season and and you know as a loving and caring father and maybe he could turn the page and move on
1: and so do you think the two of them they're in it for the long haul
0: to say i ashley certainly is in it for the long haul i have never had a conversation with michael but i don't believe that he's not or he could have been gone a long time ago they're both in it together they have a family and i respect the family unit and so i am just going to hang in the corner and and be a support to ashley my friend and, and and
1: wish her well tell me about macy gray i gotta ask about your relationship with her oh, how okay. did you guys meet we love macy gray how did that all come about
0: well you know matt Matt introduced Macy Bree and I. Didn't I just pop my lips? I love it. <laughs> uh, I met her through, through Matt, and we just kicked it off. We had a connection, and we have been friends now. God, going on almost three and a half, four years, and I just love her. And it's a very genuine, genuine relationship. And you will see. I'll give you a teaser. Okay. You'll see, Macy.
1: Oh, good. Did. I want yeah, to see I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hopefully you'll see her. I'm not the editor. But yeah. yeah. She was hopefully. there. There in the uh, background.
1: Karen, one of my favorite uh, Karen Huger moments is when you were on watch what happens live. And you said that Giselle's signature was her bad style. And mm-hmm. it's it was flawless shade. And I wonder, uh, do you think her style is on purpose?
0: <laughs> At this point, I would have to say initially, no, but she'd be a fool not to brand herself off of being a bad. But look at it. Then I look at it this way. They call me the grand dame, right? I was, they first did it. I was like, that's not my name. My name is Karen. But it stuck. So I took it and I branded myself. And I went on with La Dame, the grand dame. So I don't know where Giselle is going with this, but this has been her M.O. for six years. So, like, bad dress, Giselle. Like, I don't know what we can do. <laughs> what we can do. Give me give me like a year or two to come up with something for it, you know, and I can brand her for this. But, you know, I, I think it's intentional uh, because, you know, it, it doesn't get any better. And she can spend all the money in the world, Danny, and on labels and it's still wrong. <laughs> but bless her heart, she tries primary colors and all.
1: Yeah. I don't know much about, you know, I'm not a fashion person either, but uh, yeah, I, I wonder sometimes and I know she gets a lot of heat for it and it's it is comical at this point. I think even watching the premiere, a lot of people thought right. maybe maybe at some point she'd bring in a different stylist or something.
0: Giselle <laughs> is her own stylist. Don't put that out there that she has to stop. That is so cruel, Annie. No, I have to stop you there.
1: No. <laughs> um okay. I wanna you mentioned La dame What can we talk tell me what's to come with LEDAM tell people about La Dame?
0: I'm so excited about well, we still have the fragrance. Thank God through the pandemic, we were able to stay in business. We know a lot of, you know, small businesses did not. And we're expanding uh, in the fragrance industry. Uh, it smells really good. Danny, I can't wait to get you a sample. I no,
1: I need to get some. I need to get yeah.
0: some. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you'll like, uh, you know, I had a couple, I guess the men, my male fans called out to me and they're like, what
1: are you going to do for us?
0: And so this I did, like, it's like a unisex thing uh, in the fragrance industry, which women can buy and enjoy, and men can buy and enjoy.
1: Yeah, you but know, Michelle, it- Michelle Pfeiffer has a, fra- a unisex fragrance that smells fantastic. I think now <laughs> sort of the lines are, you know, they're, the lines are, are different now. And so I think people... Uh,
0: well, I, male it's not female. a unisex... Let me, let me be right, very right. clear. It's not a unisex fragrance, Danny. It's a right. unisex project. Uh, product which would will appear to I, appeal whether to
1: either yeah. men or women. Right. Karen, I got some questions from the Everything Iconic Patreon, but before I do, I ask every one of my guests uh, these two silly questions. Uh, your favorite Mariah Carey song, and if you were choosing for People Magazine's sexiest man alive, who would you choose? You can't choose Ray. I can't? No, no, it's a rule. I mean, oh. I, we, we know Ray's sexy, but we can't. Did
0: right. th- 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 like I, act. hands down, was Brad Pitt for me? I love Brad Pitt, especially from the younger movies. OMG. Okay. Yeah, cool. As far as Ma- Mariah Carey's song, Shake
1: It Off. I always oh, shake it off. A classic, <laughs> when the girls a classic. come, I shake it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going to get to some of these uh, questions real quick. I know I don't have you for long. Uh, Ravi Manglani, I hope I'm saying that name right, uh, wants to know, what advice would you give season one, Karen? Bet it.
0: They'll see the whole you eventually. Don't give up.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: I was etiquette queen the first season and in a box. And now you see the whole picture six years later.
1: Five right. Uh, Maggie Schultz said, Karen, I think you do the best job of calling out toxic males and their behavior on the show. Uh, do you make a conscious effort to be empowering on the show? Is that something I think about?
0: You know, well, it's in in my DNA. Everyone knows I am a survivor of rape. Uh, So I call it out as I see it. And yeah, it's probably just right in front of my head, my mind. When I see it, I call it out.
1: You know, you mentioned that. And I wonder if you've heard from a lot of people after sharing your story. I mean, not just with that, but with all sorts of stuff. What does it mean to Mm -hmm. you when you hear people who who connect with those sides or, or those parts of you?
0: It's very empowering. Um, I, I, You know, when I got on this platform, I said, my mother told me to keep my hands open. Don't worry about what someone's going to take away from it. Just be concerned with what they may put into your hands. And by sharing my story, I've helped a lot of women empower themselves to take their life back over. Because when you are violated on that level, it is not your fault. And how dare they go on and live their lives and you live you know, in the darkness. No, shatter the salads, you know shatter the violence, shatter all that was wrong with you and, and just really take your life over. So I'm I'm very honored that this platform allowed me to really early on share that story. And it has helped hundreds of
1: women. Is Is there anything you want to clear up from your time on the show that you want to tell listeners?
0: I don't think I have to, you know, I think I've grown up in front of everyone. I think a lot of people think you've grown at 30. Now, you you, you stop living when you stop growing and I'm still growing. So uh, my life has spoken for itself on the platform and I'm very honored to have shared it on
1: Uh, Aloha. Aloha LaCandy has a a little bit of a shady question for you, but I got to ask. I feel like Andy Cohen. Andy always has people write in questions and they're always shady. Yes, it's all good. So this one is uh, Queen and Karen. What do you think about Robin getting a PPP loan for 20 grand? Does Bravo not pay her enough?
0: You know, I just heard about that. Robin did not share that with me. Um, I'm glad that the PPP loans were there for people that needed it. Uh, and that was a personal decision Robin made with her business endeavors. And
1: I wish her well. Who do you think dresses the best? I'm sorry. I'm going back to the outfits. Who do you think dresses the best besides you?
0: i got to say our new friend to the show, Ascala, kills it. I'm going to have to my game. This girl brings it. Okay. But you oh, all wait, have not met.
1: Never- wait, she's a new. There's a new friend. Up. She's a friend to
0: the show. Yes, yes. Um, her name is Escala and she's fabulous. And I really, really like her. She dresses for the nine. Uh, but if you talk about the women, Wendy upped her game this season. Looks amazing. Wendy dresses amazing this season. Not that she dressed poorly last season, but she—you can see the stark difference this season.
1: She said on social media that she told you all about the butt implants, but that they didn't air it. Do you remember her mentioning that?
0: I remember Wendy dishing it out in doses. And see, that's a mistake you can't make with the girls. you got to just come out with all of it. Otherwise, they're going to drag it. Uh, So she was so happy about happiness, she paused too long. But I did see her turn a tush and say, yeah, I did it. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the first episode, you catch it. You may catch it in the second episode. Watch that very closely at the dinner. She turns the tissue around. How loud does she need to say, I've got a new ass for you to hear it? I don't know.
1: I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic. A North American company that, I know, uh, I know I know I got to let you go. So I just want to wrap this up by asking you, is there two or three nice things you could say about Giselle?
0: Everyone wants me to do that. Um, I say it on Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing to say. Uh, she has improved her dress with primary colors. <laughs> you know, I look, I can say this instead of two or three things. Um, Actions speak louder than words. And I'm hopeful that Dizelle's words will start to match her actions. Because at the beginning of the season, you see us in a very dark place. Okay. And I have to relive that right now in order to be honest with you, the viewer. But we did make a little progress. I'll give you the teaser. Mm -hmm. But a week later, she was on a breakfast club talking. (laughs) We're all right for now. Uh, So I just hope that her actions start to match her words with all of us in this friendship,
1: not just me. Karen, I love you so much. I want to encourage everyone to buy La Dame, Go follow thank Karen you. on social media. Watch The Real Housewives of Potomac on Sunday nights. And honestly, uh, people are all watching it now. The ratings are through the roof. But if you're not watching it, you need to tune in because it's the best and go binge. Karen, thank you. Send my love to Ray. And I will we'll get to meet in person one of these days. We will. Yes. We say Bravo, Khan. <laughs> Bravo, Khan.
0: Oh, it's a date.